Like most fun things in 2020, the cruise industry remains in limbo. Awaiting herd immunity to arrive via vaccinations, ships will likely not sail until the pandemic is under control, but for now, some ships are returning here. San Diego will be home to several ships in the coming weeks, awaiting the resumption of an industry that plays a key role in San Diego's tourism-based economy. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Laurie Weisberg, you cover the tourism and hospitality industries for the San Diego Union-Tribune, and they've had a rough time of it in 2020. When you explain, how did San Diego become the port for these ships while the industry is shut down? Well, um, the the four Holland America ships that are coming here um, are with the line, as I said, Holland America, which is the principal line that comes to San Diego. There are others, um, but they needed to be in U.S. waters to get the ball rolling for them to resume operations. That's the first step. These four ships that are coming this week and through early January um, have been in um, foreign waters. So the first step is to get them into U.S. waters and their normal and their season starting next year would be position them for their Alaska cruises, not out of here. Um, so they needed to get here. And that first step is then testing the crew on board. That starts the process going. So when they arrive, the, the crew, about 90 to 120 crew members each, will be tested for COVID. And then, then the line needs to start um, developing all the protocols that are going to satisfy the Centers for Disease Control um, in order to resume cruises. Uh, then the next step after that, all the lines um, that want to sail in U.S. waters have to go through that and none have yet, is to do these test cruises these vol- that with volunteers to see how do they adapt with, with COVID um, until they, they get the clearance to actually sail. Uh, so it's a it's a welcome first step, but we're still a ways off from actually seeing cruises leave out of the Port of San Diego. Well, it does sound that at least these industries are somewhat confident that cruising will resume at some point. So it is kind of a, a good sign when you consider it that way. But can you explain what are the current rules when it comes to sailing? Um, is it still banned? Yeah, so until recently, it was banned. Um, and I guess for all intents and purposes, it is still is because they haven't gotten clearance. But there was something called a no sale order that the CDC issued earlier this year. And they extended a few times. That was finally list. That excuse me. That was finally lifted um, in November. But in its place are these series of pretty strict conditions for resuming sailing. And, and key among them, as I mentioned, are these test sailings. They also um, need to show that they can um, have the capability. Um, to test um, crew and passengers while on board. Um, there's no requirement that everybody get vaccinated, but I think some lines like Holland America are, con- are weighing that, whether they, they can require vaccination. Um, and so they need to really go through a process, a pretty rigorous process to demonstrate that they can safely cruise. Now, there have been some cruise ships um, around the world that have started recently, um, and yes, there have been um, isolated cases of, of COVID on those ships, but so far no disasters or no widespread outbreaks that we saw, I think, early in the pandemic before cruising was shut down. But in the U.S., um, everything is is canceled right now. And in San Diego, in the port of San Diego, um, there have been um, 
dozens and dozens of cruises that have been canceled. There's still technically 54 sailings on the books for San Diego through the spring months, which that which then ends our season. But I'm sure it's very likely a lot of those will get canceled too. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, when ships haven't sailed, how have these companies fared? Because unlike other hospitality companies, it's not like you can just lay everyone off and have just a ship hanging out there. I think a lot of the, and these are big lines um, with um, probably a lot of money reserved, but um, a lot of them have taken out, you know, large loans to buttress their finances. Um, And they're obviously they're banking on robust reservations once things do resume. And I, we've, you know, heard of travel agencies and cruise only agencies that say they're getting, you know, a lot of future reservations um, because of the pent up demand. So um, I think that will help, but um, none have gone under yet. So I think that's okay. Holland America, for example, they sold for their ships. I, I don't know if that helped them financially, but they recently unloaded four ships from their portfolio. And, and also early on, they're not going to be able, m- most cruises go out with full ships, but early, um, early on, I think you're going to see ships with maybe just 60% capacity to, you know, encourage the social distancing and spacing out everybody. Um, that will eventually ramp up as our vaccines roll up excuse me, roll out, but um, that will be, they're not going to get the kind of revenue that they're accustomed to normally. Mm -hmm. And for here in San Diego, what's the economic hit of not having this cruise season? Well, typically every ship, for the most part, that departs out of San Diego, it's like a $2 million economic impact boost to the region from everything from, you know, hotels and restaurants and transportation companies. Um, so, so far, the Port of San Diego is estimating it's been about a $200 million economic hit to the region. Um, so that's that's a lot of a lot of businesses that, you know, downtown that would normally get a lot of visitation from people coming to San Diego. And that and that's that's not happening. So um, it's, you know, to have a whole cruise season canceled, just not happening. That's that's. That's a huge, huge uh, financial impact. Mm-hmm. And at this point, um, have we heard anything from you know the Biden transition team as to when certain industries would be allowed to resume? Because I imagine the pandemic would have to be, you know, at a certain level for things to open up, kind of on that federal level, right? Yeah. So um, it's it's completely up to the CDC and and obviously local port officials and Coast Guard and stuff, but. Um, they will be reviewing how these test cruises go before they make their final decision. So while it seemed like it was good news for these cruise cruise lines that the no sale order was lifted, and it, it's almost like it still is a no sale order, really, because um, you haven't seen a single volunteer. I don't think there's been a single volunteer test cruise run yet, and that, and that takes time to ramp up. And when I talk to Holland America. Of this week, they acknowledge that um, that's going to be a few months before that happens. They they're estimating maybe um, two two and a half months before they get through this process, and it's unclear whether there'll be that'll be enough time to do the last few cruises in our our season. But their biggest goal is to head north to um, Alaska for those cruises, which were completely canceled this year. Mm-hmm. 
And cruise ships tend to operate under different legal jurisdictions, like sometimes they're registered in the Cayman Islands and other, you know, countries like that. Does that affect when people who are working on those ships could get vaccinated? Or is there the plan to kind of include it in whatever the U.S. chooses to do? I'm not sure that would impact it. I think I think the cruise lines can ensure that their own crew members get vaccinated, that the first step is to get them tested. Um, they are not, um, well, I mean, we've seen the priority list for, for people getting vaccinated. And I, I don't think cruise ship employees are right now at the top of that, that list. So that, that will be, will be a while. And, and it's not like it's a, it's a requirement yet to have them vaccinated, but obviously that would be, would be a wise move to do so. Um, and whether you can require all passengers though, to be vaccinated, the Holland America spokesman pointed out that, you know, maybe some people for whatever medical reason they can't, or they choose not to. So they don't know that they could have a black, a blanket mandate like that. But they, they potentially could vote for their crew members. Yeah, based on my understanding of what I'm hearing when it comes to who and what groups can require you to be vaccinated, it seems like the organization with the biggest power is your employer. Is They have the legal right to say, hey, you can't come back to work unless you're vaccinated, while a movie theater, entertainment venue, not so much. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And, I, and, you know, there's been a lot of publicity over the last several months about these early cruises that were the ships were kept sailing when the no sail order came down because they had, they were kind of stranded at sea and they were just rife with um, passengers, you know, up in their cabins with, with COVID. And it was, it was really kind of a scary time for many of those passengers and before the ships were even allowed to dock at a port and, and get off. So those, those times may still be in people's memories, um, but I think there's still enough people that love cruising that they are ready to book trips now once you know the green light is given to go ahead. Yeah, the Los Angeles Times just wrote a story kind of recapping the voyage of the Grand Princess. I believe the headline is, we called it the Voyage of the Damned. Uh, it's a pretty good read. I recommend. I'll put it in the show notes. Yes, no, no, no. I, you're right. It just appeared, and but a number of publications um, previous to previous to the LA Times had also documented that that voyage. It, it was, um, yeah, I know it is a good read, but it's also kind of frightening. And so, I, obviously, they don't want to make those same kinds of mistakes. So they're being very careful. And the CDC, um, as I've said, really has all these strict regimens and protocols before they can even invite passengers on board again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll certainly be interesting how, you know, every element of the tourism industry that keeps large groups of people in small spaces, how we can adapt for a post-pandemic world. Because I've done some research about, you know, how after the 1918 pandemic, architecture and design changed to kind of learn the lessons from that pandemic. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, entertainment changes as well. Right, right. And, and obviously the theme parks are closed now. Now you could argue the theme parks, whether it's Disneyland or SeaWorld, are wide open spaces, but not once you get into a line to get on a ride and get inside that ride, that then you're more enclosed and you're screaming and you're, you know, so you know, that's um, way down the list for reopening in terms of uh, Governor Newsom's protocols for which businesses can reopen. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, unrelated to this story itself, but on your beat, there was some late breaking news last night about the stay. Uh, can you 
recap that news? Right. So there had been a um, Superior Court judge who had ruled in a case that the um, two strip clubs in San Diego had filed against the county and state, arguing that the uh, current lockdown was unfair. And the Superior Court judge in that case had ruled in favor of the strip clubs and even widened the case to include restaurants and, and said that they could all be open, but of course, under strict protocols. Within a day, um, the state appealed. And um, while the appeal hasn't been decided yet, um, the appellate court um, ruled, uh, put a stay on that order. And um, there was another um, hearing yesterday in which the, um, the, the appellate court reaffirmed that that stay will remain in place, meaning the restaurants and the strip clubs have to have to remain closed. But um, in January, the substance of the case um, will be heard. Mm-hmm. Certainly. All right, Lori Weisberg, happy holidays. Okay, same, same to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. The San Diego News Fix is a production of the San Diego Union Tribune. This podcast editor is Digital Creative Director Beto Alvarez. If you want to join in on our recordings, like the Union Tribune on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, and you will see us when we go live in the afternoons. Feel free to ask questions by commenting, and we'll work them into the conversation live. 2020 has been a lot for all of us, and I hope the last few weeks of this year are as restful and safely festive as they can be. We will be taking Friday off, and we will resume broadcasts on Monday. Until next time.